everybody. You've tuned into Radiant Spy Design. This is Veronica and Twistle. What we're going to talk about tonight is really going to be fun. I was channeling with my guides and angels before, and they said, okay, for this show, what they want you to do, because remember, I'm an intuitive, and I work with all kinds of beings, and last week we talked a lot about what some of them look like to me as we work through the veils with various beings of different dimensions that are around us all. Well, in any case, tonight they were talking about what we're going to do tonight, at least to start with. Okay, and I would really like you to take a minute and grab a piece of paper and a pencil. You're not going to write much, but we want you to write basically at least three words or three mini descriptions of manifestations that you want to do. Okay, have you got your pencil? Let me know. And I'm going to want you to call in. And how we're going to, I'll just keep talking about what we're going to do while some of you rush around and get your pencils and papers. Um, I, we're going to talk about bringing in consciously the kinds of energies that, you know, I always say to you, golly, the energies that are being downloaded through the universes are amazing these days. And you can use them and I can use them. And where we're talking beforehand, I was talking with Bob, with the guides, and they were saying that um, they were teaching us both a little new level of manifestation. They said, we want you to do this on your show tonight. I'd love to do it. So you get to play with me. We're going to do some breathing, make some sounds, do a quick little meditation. And then we're going to do some um, actual exercises of planning, creating, and energizing our manifestations. Because remember, change the energy, change the reality. That's the old Arcturian, uh, what do they call them? Anyway, the Arcturian Chronicles, that's what they're called, uh, talked about change the energy, change the reality. Those chronicles were just wonderful books that were channeled by Pat, and I can't remember her last name, but she was very diligent about doing this. And they brought through a lot of the ways that energies work in the world, creating reality, creating reality off this planet and on this planet. And a lot of you have read uh, Journey of Souls and Destiny of Souls by Michael Newton. And it's so interesting because when he talks about life between lives, and as a hypnotherapist, he had so many clients dropping into their memories of life between lives. And as he further uh, pursued learning about what they had learned about, he saw tremendous energy patterning that was being done between lives. So, for example, if for those of you who haven't read it, if you're having, uh, say, uh, current past life issues with somebody in this life, okay, and that person uh, dies and you die and or you meet soul to soul over there because sometimes that doesn't mean you're necessarily past. It means that your souls are connected over there then he teaches how you have the opportunity to shift the energy that has connected you in some kind of karmic trauma in this life. You see, you don't have to carry on with um, like going through life after life after life after life, finishing off dominances and retributions and angers and getting even and betrayals that have to be sorted out. You don't have to do that. 
But what really helps is to get into some very, very uh, carefully designed ways of moving energy so that you can be conscious of, it's like acupuncture, you can be conscious of stimulating the energy flows so they can break the knots and nuggets of connection that have been left behind. It's so darned interesting. So what they're saying is this is a little bit of a preamble, but as you know, what they're saying is in this show tonight, what we want to do is work with you and undo some of the energy blocks that are in you with the energies that we're going to bring in through the universes and also through the fact that energies are literally moving to a higher and higher level. And there are many, many people, some of you included, who have the ability to radiate at a high level. And we can radiate at a high level consciously by clearing an awful lot of things inside of ourselves. And as you radiate out there, if you're really clever about it, you can actually radiate into the increasing or the uh, uh, making higher the level of, of energy in whoever you're working with. And that's a really important thing. A lot of us have learned the frustrations of empathy, where I can sit beside, I always say to people, well, gee, I can sit beside you and look like you. Now, if you're really gorgeous, um, I, I really think that's an advantage. I can take advantage and learn to look like you. But if you're really miserable and sad, and you're really resistant, and you're holding back, I can get all kinds of confounded and find myself sort of stuck like a toadstool sitting right beside you. And we don't want that. We wanted to learn to move the energy field so that instead of me going down with your sadness or you going down with mine, what happens is we learn to boop up that and we both go up. But it's a consciousness, isn't it? You're becoming conscious of the fact that the people around you are vehicles of vibration, energy vehicles. And you have quite the ability and quite the facility to do something about it so that your whole family can go up a notch. Now, it's not always, a, as soon as I say that, I'm warning myself and warning all of you. It's not always a piece of cake, you know. Cake is a lower vibration, I think, or sugar is anyway. But it's not always as easy peasy as I'm making it sound for you to simply move the energy of the people in your family around you. But, you know, it can be easier and easier. Because it's like if you want to look at an ocean and you've got a little rowboat and the rowboat can literally push the ocean and change a lot of the movement in the ocean. But it doesn't do it in a minute. It kind of picks up speed and it keeps its... Um, it keeps its push going and slowly, slowly it makes some of the waves around it change in direction. Slowly, slowly, slowly. And if you had a very long rudder, go way down deep in the water and slowly, slowly it would change direction. You understand? And so what we're going to do tonight, have you all got your pencil and paper now? Okay, so here's what I want you to do. We're going to make a couple of deep breaths. Drop your breath. Take a deep breath in through your, um, through your nose and have it fill your body right down to the perineum and then back out the nose. So we'll do it three times. Are you ready? 
How does your body feel when you do that? My body gets tingly. My limbs get tingly to yours. My arms, my feet, everything gets tingly. And I would recommend for those of you who don't get tingly yet that you might want, wait a sec, I think my volume is down here. How's my volume here? Is it good? Okay, I think it is. Just a sec. I want to make sure you can hear me. If you don't feel any tingling, then I would recommend that you wanna, you want to uh, play with it, and so you can keep doing your deep breath, and make sure that you run it up through your body and back down through your body. Don't just do it in your head. You want it to run down to the perineum and up to the top of your head. And something else I've learned through the years is, and I learned a lot of this from Judith Kravitz from, uh, and from Christian Minson, from their breathing technique, which is a little bit like rebirthing, but a little bit different. And what, what Judith Kravitz taught me when I went to one of her sampler shops, play shops, is to, when you take your deep breath in... You fill your belly. Most of us don't do belly breathing, but some of you have taken yoga and you're getting better at it. So as we're doing our three deep breaths, and maybe now we're up to about 15, I don't know, do a couple more deep breaths and make sure you fill your belly out as the energy goes right down to your to your perineum. One more. So now what we're going to do is a little, um, I guess we'll do our sounding first because I want your vibrational vehicle of light to be very, very vibrant. So let's focus into the base of your spine and make the sound that will resonate with the red chakra and the sound we usually use, although there can be a ver- variation here, the sound is usually, ah. And I like that because as you concentrate on the red, imagine that guttural sound being earth. It's dirt, plants. It's your base animal instinct. It's the, um, it's the beautiful life-generating mud, if you will, okay? The sound is, do a deep breath and let's do it again. Sound is. Good. Now your belly area and the sound is. Ooh, and it's orange. Ready? Ooh. Have it go round and round in your belly. Good. 
And now move into your solar plexus, which is yellow like the sun. The sound is round like the sun. Oh, bright, clear yellow. Oh. the green one takes over the entire chest and the sound is ah but let's sing it so that it can prolong it so sustain itself You're buzzing away there. Now into your throat chakra, which is blue. Remember, it's very, very small. It's a small one. It's literally a bottleneck. All the energies spiral up and squeeze through there to give your wisdom radiances to your sounds. Here it goes. Ah, it's blue. Ah, ah, ah. Sounded like bagpipes for a minute. Now you're going up to the third eye and behind your brow where your brows meet right into the brain. Remember, that's a very vital section of the brain and the sound is eh, as an intuitive, inward. It's indigo, deep purple, remember, I forgot to say that. And now the top of your head is where you bring in 
all others, the guides and angels, and we're going to bring energy in there too. And the sound is, and it's violet, radiant, radiant, crystalline violet. Wonderful. And as I look around, I see all of you with your lights lit. And actually, some of you are just lighting up now. Reach up above your head about two miles for the golden ball that you create up there. And drop from it a filament of light that runs right down through your brightly colored vehicle, vibrational vehicle, into the lower golden ball. Excellent. So you're on kind of a spit. Drop a four-sided pyramid from the golden ball at the top, a golden pyramid down to about waist height, and then upside down, pointing into the lower golden ball. Push it out so that your pyramid's big enough for you to play in. And inside of it, nudging its inner edges, is a beautiful crystal ball. Good. And inside of that, there's a star tetrahedron, a three-dimensional star of David. And inside of that, there you are with all your chakras glowing and shining. Oh my, what a lot of detail on this. If you can't get it, just put yourself at a big golden diamond and don't worry about it. And now I want you to spin and spin and spin in your star tetrahedron. Good. I decided, I wasn't going to do this, I decided to take you into these beautiful healing structures because the guides want to show you something, which is when we're going into, let's just move right into the uh, galactic healing center we're spinning and spinning and spinning. And what you're seeing on your screen in front of you is the Galactic Healing Center. There's a wonderful, wonderful table there. You might sit cross-legged on it at this time. And surrounding the table are your special healing team. Good. Now, the healing team, we're asking them for some help because they know just as you do, just as Valerie Hunt, who was my guest on Paradigm Shifters last week, or last Tuesday, okay, just as she taught us that if you can move, she started teaching energy in the 60s, she's a scientist, right, so she got a lot of credibility, but she had to do some groundbreaking stuff to get that credibility. What she said was, if you can create, if you can raise the fields and frequency from within yourself, if you can do a really good job, you never, ever have to be afraid of going into anything dark. The dark 
or the the uh, wicked or the uh, what psychic darkness stuff that'll just slide off you. It can't attach. If your frequencies are high and you're consciously raising them, that stuff just slides off. We like that part. So what I want you to do now whilst you're sitting there surrounded by these wonderful, wonderful beings of light that you've chosen to come into your galactic healing center with you, reach out with your mind's eye Reach up with your feelings and your sensing and your own etheric presence and call in. Ask for an awareness. You want to feel these incredible new frequencies that are downloading out there in the universe. What do you feel when we say that? I know some of you really feel a lot of sparking, don't you? And have those frequencies come on down and fill your galactic healing center and fill you and just fill you and fill you and fill your body-mind radiating out there, radiating and radiating. So now back to our paper and pencil. I'm going a little bit fast, aren't I? Am I going too fast for you? You can complain if you want. We're going to redo some of this stuff uh, just to make sure that you've got it. And I want you to call in, phone me, let me know what's going on with you and any subject. All right, so what we want to do here is take your paper and your pencil or pen. And I want you to list three things that you're wanting to manifest at this time. I want you to list three things that you're wanting to manifest. Let's take a look. You might not want to phone in, so I'll just pick people. If you want to phone in, you can phone in and tell me. Even though we're still in the middle of the Galactic Healing Center, I will accept your calls. I will welcome your call. (laughs) Okay, so somebody here. Oh, Okay, she wants to change jobs. Okay. I can see it's a woman and you want to change your job and you've been feeling like you're stuck and nobody's listening to you, nobody's hearing you and you're trying really hard to change jobs and you're feeling, uh, you're not that old, but you feel kind of like you're frustrated and nothing's going to happen and you just don't know if you can handle it. Look, and it's, I think it's you, makes your hands ache. Have you noticed that? Your hands are aching. What does that tell us? Okay, we need a little help with energy for that. All right. Now, the second one, let's pick someone else. Okay, you want to have, uh, um, oh, here's somebody. We'll do jobs, I guess, today. This young lady is looking for her job. She's been let go all of a sudden. And it was a dissension, a power issue in where she was working. And she thought she would get, just the ideal job very quickly and she hasn't gotten it she's frightened and I want to say to you look I want you to to dream of we want to dream up and we want to manifest the ideal job but what is the ideal job what I see in you is a kind of indecision about exactly what it is 
So we're saying, okay, let's take a few minutes, all of us, because some of you are doing a job that you don't mind at all. But ideally, what would you do if you could do whatever you wanted? So let's take a few minutes and really flesh out that kind of vision. Let's bring up the ideal job, what it is you would do if you could do a job that you wanted. Of course, you're going to make mega bucks, right? And uh, and you're going to be happy at work and you're going to enjoy your coworkers. But there's going to be what? You tell me. Okay, this one wants to do a lot of healing work because she's exploring how to do it. This one wants a job to um, help her expand her spiritual growth and her consciousness on the planet. This one wants to make a difference. Oh my, she wants to do something or he. Maybe there's more than one of you because I get he and then she and he and she and I don't think it's transgender person. I think it's several people want to go and work in countries in, for example, Africa or the Middle East and so on and really participate in human consciousness in those places. Okay, and then here, someone wants to be an inventor. He has uh, tremendous ideas but has slid down in terms of uh, finances and success. But remember, these manifestations are very, very important these manifestations that we're going to energize are extremely important. This one over here wants to do a book. He wants to do a book, but it's not just a book. It's a book that begins uh, a series, and that series is going to make a difference. He wants to give talks, maybe even TED Talks, and uh, use his book and the subjects of his book. Oh, <laughs> But he's telling me he doesn't feel like it's ever going to happen the way he's doing because he has so many pressures at home and family and with his work and finances. And he doesn't know how he's ever going to do it. Perfect. That's a perfect tool for manifestation. Okay, let's see who else. Oh, this one over here wants a baby very badly. You do, don't you, honey? And is afraid that you uh, won't ever have one so let's see that your ovaries that your eggs good I don't see why you can't have it actually that's right but we're going to see the manifestation of the vitality of your ovaries is really important you got yourself a little boy person coming now here's another one wants to do uh, TV scripting and so on and so forth but on the other hand, she's gotten low inside and suddenly feels like she's listless. She's depressed. And one of the reasons is, is that she um, used to be extremely determined and fierce about things. Then she got ill. Now, this is a very important thing. Okay, Then she got very ill and now is in recovery and has moved homes but can't seem to pick up the energy to move herself forward. But one of the things that's really important for a lot of you is to be aware that when you go through those huge, huge times of change, we don't usually come out of it shooting out of it like a cannon. We are stepping bit by bit by bit because you got to come up with a new level of integrity, who you are, 
what you're presenting in the world and not a vehement drive, but more of a, a flow of where your dharma, where the dharma meets the road. What do you think of that? And let me see, I have a whole bunch of other people here. So I want all of you to jot down at least one word of all three of the manifestations that you've got deep in your mind. A lot of you have got a lot about healing. Um, yeah, okay. Now take a look at those manifestations or the list of manifestations. And now once again, with all this amazing energy, can't you feel it? It's so wonderful. Can you feel the amazing energy coming through? Now, I want you to imagine these great, uh, you know, if you're watching a cartoon and you watch these huge strikes of lightning coming through, okay? We're going to exaggerate these downflows or these increasing flows of energy that are coming down to all of us and have them come on down, call them in, have them come down. All right. Now, for example, the person that's feeling listless and we can't really uh, figure out what it is you want to do because you're kind of tired and you used to be so zesty. Now you feel like you're not doing anything because you're not really picking up speed for having the energy come through you, right? Just running through your body-mind. And we're going to flow that, you see, you can feel it right there. And now we're going to flow that energy right into your list of manifestations. Good. And you might even find that you quicken. And it's okay to be laying fallow. Yeah, there's a wonderful style of just saying, I accept this. I just accept it. Because when you accept it, you're actually not resisting. You're not saying, oh, I really want that energy to come through, but golly, I just feel so listless. You see how you've got those things going? All of those are very dynamic. So if you could just accept that that's the way the energy's going. And the one who's uh, wanting to uh, sell some amazing inventions, market some amazing inventions, not just for the money and the marketing, but to be on the cutting edge of the way uh, products are changing out there, producing something that's just going to meet the moving frontier of human need or requirement or preference. Now, this one is holding a little bit, holding back with some kind of indecision. So, we're bringing the energy down through his head, down through his head. And we're going to poke that energy right into the belly. You know, we talked about it as being like acupuncture, didn't we? It's going to puncture right into the belly and it's going to activate that belly so there can be a transformation of old subconscious programming oh this always happens to me then I only get this far and I never get farther okay let's puncture that let's take that energy and really turn it round and round so that you can move through your belly and you can send that flow out to your imagined manifestation that's right and that that energy can literally transform your whole future 
And now we're, we're looking at several people that are looking for jobs. So let's call in the energy. Have it come in through the top of your head. Several of you, I see several kind of energies coming down and interacting and entwining with each other, coming down through the top of the head. That's right. Moving down through the body. Now, um, yeah, and I want you, oh, okay. So the guides are showing this, that bring that energy and have it really electrify your chest area. That's the courage. That's inspiration. Several of you have got no inspiration. You want a job, but you're not inspired at all. You just want the job, right? So we're just to have that energy just poke away at your chest and have you feel more and more inspired and then bring it down into the belly area and have it circle round and round in the belly area, breaking up the old-fashioned patterns of what your program has been before, maybe when you were a child, maybe in another life. And then have it move up into your solar plexus and remember... What you're looking for is a job that allows you to express your dharma. What has your personal power to say with what's going on in your life? So for everyone else, we're going to call in. Oh, oh, and when I say the personal power, what does it say in your life? Those of you who are looking for jobs, then from your solar plexus, I want you to radiate out into your list of manifestations and just... Build the light on it. It's funny, it's making me sweat in a very strange way. And I'm going, okay, that means we're really moving some old stuff. When you get those funny physical sensations like a sweat that is like a little odd, hot, and kind of weird, it's something coming out of your system. It's not just being hot in the normal way. It's something coming out of your system. And so that's what's going on with some of these people. We're doing good work here, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's step out of the Galactic Healing Center and I want to talk to two wonderful people. I want to talk to Carol and her friend Eagle. And they have met by phone. Okay, everybody wrap yourself in light because we're going to do some work here. And you don't want to, remember we said this, you can radiate consciously. And that can truly affect one another and really lift their fields and frequency and make all of our manifestations much more possible. But the other thing, we can take on someone else's past life experiences and we can um, pull ourselves down. Well, we don't do that. We don't want to do that. We have to become conscious of the fact that that's an option. We aren't taking this option, okay? So let's... um, work with Carol and Eagle and we're going to add they wanted to know they've met by phone they live a long way apart they're doing tremendous healing work together Um, Carol's moving out of a very restricted time she's bringing herself forward and forward and forward and Eagle is helping her but he himself is also in somewhat of a restricted time. His restrictions are physical. They're not um, spiritual at all. Just a moment, I'm looking at this man. This is a man I've never looked at before. So here we go. And any of you want to phone in, please phone in as soon as we're done here because uh, I want to talk to you as well. 
Anyway, Eagle he is a very amazing healing person, and his heart, Eagle, your heart is dedicated from the bottom of it to the top of it and sideways, dedicated, dedicated. But you haven't much been dedicated to your physical being, have you? It's very interesting to me. I think for those of us on the spiritual path, that's a really hard thing to do. So what they're showing here is you're making a tremendous difference. And when you were in, this is the question you and Carol wanted to know. When you two knew each other well in Atlantis, to me, you look like, wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec. I'm asking for those fields and frequencies to come in because they help us shimmer and break free from what's hidden in us and we get to see the pictures more clearly. Now I'm seeing you in Atlantis and you're together and you're working extremely hard. You're wanting to help people. You've been there more than one lifetime, a number of lifetimes I would say, where you worked and gathered the strength, the courage, the heart, and the shimmering light to help a lot of people through similar situations to what we're doing tonight, through the blocks that they've had in their own life. And also, you're working with, Eagle, you're working a lot with um, uh, some kind of lighting. It's a lot about light and using lights for, um, it may be like, Laser, I don't know if it's exactly laser, but using lights for therapy, being quite the inventor, being um, able to bring light in great shards to, or more um, like as if they were in tubes, but they're not really. The strange lights that you can use. You can bring forward, okay, this is really relevant for tonight, because you can bring them forward with your mind. You have the ability to bring these forward with your mind, and then you apply them to people who need healing. And now, Carol, you're working with him. You're his, uh, he's kind of the mad scientist, and you're the, um, it's like the doctor who takes these, uh, lights, not only the lights, there's something you do about, uh, I don't know if it's nutrition, but there's something that you're doing there with people with tools and potions of various sorts. And you're, you're, you're in the same, I would say, office, but it's more like, and it's changed because you've done it more than one lifetime, but it's as if you have... Um, uh, kind of a temple with office spaces on the side and a place for classes. And Carol, you're the one who is uh, teaching and doing an awful lot of the practitioner work and you're quite in charge of this little school at one point. Yes. And that you've left each other several times over life and death. But this final time, you came near the end, end times of Atlantis, and there were some, oh my goodness, I can hear it, there's awful, I'm starting to cry, awful eruptions going on on the planet, huge eruptions, it's uh, as if there were earthquakes and devastations, and I want to say they're coming from deep within the core of the earth, 
where some of the disturbances have been created by, once again, uh, oh my, it's as if they're power structures, meaning the kind of power it takes to run people's lives, like electricity, and it's not electricity, but it's what Eagle's using to create these amazing light, they're like wands or something, and that's, it's not the work you're doing that's creating the problem, it's people who are getting carried away and taking over some of the... Um, the plants, the things that are, the buildings that are created in order to outflow energy needs on the planet are being misused, are being created, are being taken over in order to dominate, um, I would say, what it looks like is dominate segments of the society so that some of the people are being kept in uh, positions where they have to be in uh, servitude. I can't quite figure it out. It's not like a jail, but it's as if um, someone is taking over this power that would uh, help everyone and, and limiting it, corralling it so that it separates who gets the power from who doesn't and the ones that don't will become kind of slaves. Uh, it's terrible. And there's some... Um, and Carol, you're working really, really hard to uh, help... No, I'm sorry. Okay, it's to keep quiet so you don't get stopped as you reach out and help people rise up out of a position of being enslaved and you and Eagle work side by side, hand in hand, him creating these light things that can touch and heal many, many people and you handling the practitioner part and actually a little bit of a, um, uh, what would you call yourself, uh, a little bit of a, it's like you were running an underground for some of these people. But what really took it down was uh, some terrible earth changes that were actually prompted by damage in the planet herself by some of the powers that wanted to take over these powers. That's really all I'm getting right now, but it's making me very emotional. And um, the thing that you had together, I know that you don't know each other on the physical right now, but the thing you had together was an ability to work in, um, you balanced each other, you gave each other strength, you kept things running for one another, and um, it was a really important kind of relationship. If you look at a relationship as a parfait, you were handling the more grounded parts of it, Carol, and Eagle, you were handling the top ones. And there's a yearning in both of you to get back to work like that. I don't know if that makes any sense to you. I'm sure I'll hear about it. It was a very, very, very exciting connection. Uh, if you see each other, it won't be quite, a, quite yet. You're going to have to, um, it might be a good year or so before you do that. But we'll talk about that. Because if it's in your manifestation... I want both of you and everybody um, regarding your own manifestation to draw in the lights and really vibrate 
for example, when you're holding the paper with your manifestation words written on it, you want to send those lights right into those incredible words and vibrate them so much so they can barely stay still. You understand? And absolutely love it. Oh, that was a very, very powerful scenario. And it's really interesting because we keep being told these are the end times of Atlantis being replayed. And I figure we should be able, I'm sure a lot of us do, we should be able to do something about it, to change the outcome so it isn't so destructive. When I'm looking at Carolyn Eagle's time, I'm seeing that... Uh, Everything was, they were all losing control at that point, and that's how it ended. And I've had some experiences myself of seeing what happened with me at the end times of Atlantis. And I wonder if any of you have. How many of you are having experiences with energy whilst we talk? Don't tell me nobody. Are you going to call in or what? We're almost out of time, you guys. All right, so I'm going to look at my friend here who's been looking for, uh, let me see. Oh, here's somebody who really wants a mate. And I want to say this, and there's a number of you that really want a mate. It's funny, we have that deep, deep feeling inside of us it's an urge to be seen and known and to share and build and grow and for a lot of us who are on the path it's like seeking a synergy with someone so as you work together the whole is greater than the sum of the parts right so i'm seeing uh, one woman here and uh, actually i'm seeing a number of you but i'll pick on this one person who's really aching because she's been on her own a lot. She's a lot of illnesses and so on. And yet she's been waiting to meet the ideal mate. And I feel this, that as we bring in the lights and we bring in our manifestation and we see the nature of the person that we want to mate with, then I want you to look at your own nature and try to ask your higher self. When I say try, I mean this is really tricky to be this honest with ourselves. To ask our higher selves to show us where our resistances are, where we wouldn't be able to bring that into the equation, that that we want in the other person into the equation yet. Now, sometimes in relationship, it's just such great value where the other person will evoke in you new levels of your consciousness. But sometimes it doesn't work that way. And many of us will be thinking that we want this, that, or the other thing, and we're not able to, to provide that ourselves. That's really worth looking at. So back to my friend who would really like a relationship, and also I want that for her too. Yeah, that's good. You're softening. I want you to drop. And this is so true for all of us on the path. About 95% of the job is clearing. And you can't clear until you know what's going on in there. So we start looking for resistance. And I want you to feel where you have resistances in your body of any kind. 
because there's a flow in you in a dharma and there's promptings from your spirit guides and angels and where you have resistances you don't respond to them you don't even feel them another thing that we're going to look at right now this is not just for my friend looking for a mate but for all of us I want you to call up all the ways in which you're holding in your body-mind. Holding. It might be an attitude about elegance. It might be belief structures. It might be a posture. Just bring up holding. I want to feel all the ways in which I hold. Yeah. Holding. Good. This is good. Some of you are doing really well. Now bring in that energy again. Bring it in through the top of your head if you want, and then poke those little places in your body mind with it. With a holding. I notice that I do it around the lower part of my jaw, my upper part of my neck. That's it. It's probably a common place to hold, isn't it? Okay. And now I want you to ask yourself to let it go. Let go of the holding. Let's see, one more. Um, Let's release, let's release something about lineage. I want you to look at your lineage, how your or just how your parents, your family of origin was, or your lineage. Pick a thing as some kind of a trait and feel it. I had, uh, I had a really angry mom, and I had a huge resistance against the feminine in a way. I don't, I don't think I do now, but anyway, that's a thing for me to bring up. So when I say lineage, bring up something that was very common in your childhood experience. And, and seeing, for example, if you have an angry mom, you'll think women are perhaps scary or angry. Or if you have an angry dad, the same thing. Or a funny dad. Or a, bring up something that your experience taught you on the subconscious level that you need not contain any longer. Because if you're thinking about projections, right? If you want to think about projections, we project from those things. So we're looking for a new relationship or something. And, and what happens is we have all these preconceived notions about what that person has to be like. And we aren't necessarily the flexible being that we want that person to be. It's so interesting, isn't it? So we're just saying it's time to do some releasing. Now, we're almost done here. Oh, my goodness, we are. Um, I'm not really sure who my guest is going to be this Tuesday night. And we'll get back to the holding in a minute. But Tuesday night, I, I may be having uh, a fellow that I'm meeting here in this wonderful bed and breakfast, which has a ghost, come on, and it's in um, Pasadena, the wonderful place, very, very creative people here. And there's a fellow who's talking a lot about, um, oh, philanthropy and stimulating projects amongst people and making that kind of a contagious 
uh, a flair of developing. He's quite the entrepreneurial stimulus. So I may bring him on. It could be very, very uh, inspiring for all of us to hear lots about how to become a very powerful entrepreneur who also is a philanthropist. Let's think about that. I'm very interested in the whole process of gifting and sharing economies, and I'm looking into that. This guy's not exactly doing it that way, but he has some of the overload of that. So I'm thinking of talking to him for Tuesday night's show. So this is Veronica Entwistle saying, I've really enjoyed talking to you. I hope a bunch of you are going to manifest like mad after this show. Email me, Veronica, at veronicaantwistle.com, or just go into my website, veronicaantwistle.com, hit the Ask Veronica button, and let me know how you are and what's going on with you. I'd love to hear from you. So thank you so much for listening to Radiance by Design, and let's hear some feedback. Good night and many, many blessings. Lots of love.